0: Good morning. It's Monday, September 2nd. It's about 9.30 Central Standard Time. Our topic today is going to be hustle. And with the hustle, it's funny because it definitely relates to my morning. This morning was uh, the first time that I was able to complete a run in almost a full month. Beginning of August, as you guys know, well, let me back up. Those that know me, those first time listening, I do a lot of running. Um, I think it's the, the best time for me to do some thinking brainstorming, clear my head, think about podcasts, um, reflect on the week, whatever it may be. I do a lot of running and not being able to do that over the last four weeks, we'll say it's been tough. But like I said, I strained or pulled a muscle very beginning of August and I rested for about a week and a half, two weeks. And then I was in Jacksonville a few weeks ago and I was like, okay, I think I'm ready. You know, I brought my clothes and all that. So I'm running. I got about a mile and a half into my run and I felt something pop and I'm like, oh, here we go. And I was mad because it took me like 35 minutes to walk back. One, I'm mad because I still couldn't run. Two, I'm mad because now I'm pushing against time and not focused on or I'm not going to be on time for what I already had planned, which I tend to be pretty planful. So I was like, all right, let me give myself a couple more weeks and then I'm going to try it again on Monday. And that was today. So I got my run in um, and obviously I'm going to relate some of my uh I'm gonna call it weirdness into my podcast in a little bit when I talk about some of the things I do while I'm running and some of the thoughts that I have while I'm running and how they relate to the topic, the hustle. And as I think about the hustle, one of the things that always there's two things that always come to my head when I think of the word hustle. One, Nipsey hustle. Two, well, one Nipsey hustle. And when I say Nipsey hustle, when you look at what he was doing, the grind that he had. His entrepreneurial spirit, his work ethic, his dedication, even if you listen to his interviews, and I was listening to one last night, and he was talking about um, this company that was interviewing him had given him some gifts, and some of it was liquor, and uh, they were like, yeah, you know, don't drink all this at one time. He was like, nah, I got to get up in the morning. I got some stuff I got to do for this business, but you know, my boys can get at it. There was another one where he was talking about, um, he had an interview, he was at the Grammys, and he talked about he had to be in the studio the next morning, so he was going to cut his night short. And again, this is just an example of not just the hustle, but the discipline within the hustle. Um, the other piece that the other thing that I think about when I think of the hustle, Jay-Z had a quote, um, and I'm sure we've, most of us have seen it on social media. And he says, people say you changed, like I worked this hard to stay the same. And that's, that's a piece of, if we're going to talk on this too, uh, that's a piece of stop worrying about what other people are doing or what their perception of you is, or don't let basically don't let them motivate you or demotivate you. It's fine to look to see if you're getting, <laughs> if you're the, the, the positive approval or getting positive approval, or you're the, the hottest flavor of the month or whatever it may be, but don't let them demotivate or motivate you to success. Um, Make sure that's that's coming from inside. You you define what success is to you. But as we jump into the hustle, it's it's something different for each of us. And the reason that we hustle and the reason that the reason we hustle, (laughs) how we hustle is different. And the reason that we hustle is also very different. And Just the fact that there's different reasons and there's different ways that individuals hustle or try to get ahead, that also changes with the reason that they're doing it. And when I say the reason, I think your reason dictates how long, how hard, how smart, how efficient you are within your grind. And obviously, the efficiency part comes from some experience, some mistakes, some losses, some reflections, but everyone's grind is a little bit different. And I think that's, that's good, but I really break people down to three categories when it comes, when it relates to how they set goals and what their or how they set their grind, I should say. And some people, you know, they set goals and they hustle, they bust their ass to achieve them. But once they achieve them, they get comfortable. And I'll be honest, that's, I literally thought that's me because I, you guys have all heard the story about RTHT race to hundred thousand that my brother and I had literally a race. And I thought once I met that, I was like, oh, I'll be balling. I'll be rich. I'm that's where I got to be at. Yeah. okay. Turns out I wasn't wired like that. Um, The second group are others that and again, there's no right or wrong here. There may be some that people view differently, but there is no right or wrong because each individual lives their own life. They dictate what success is and they dictate what their grind is going to be. But the second one is those individuals that label, you know, their daily routine, going to work every day, coming home and cleaning, taking care of the kids, cooking dinner, that kind of stuff as their grind. And that's like I said, everybody's different. That's some people's grind, that's their their everyday grind. And then I think there's a third there's a third set of people. Those third set of that third set of people are those that set goals, they accomplish them, they set more goals and they keep going because it's they realize that it's not the goal anymore. It's a lifestyle that we choose. And when I say it's not the goal, it's a lifestyle we choose. It's almost like a process of consistent improvement where you want to continue to go, 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 go And that lifestyle or that way of thinking. Sometimes can rub people the wrong way, and sometimes people look at it as you're greedy or, you know, you're boastful or you're you want more than your own share. And it's not about wanting more. It's about making a bigger impact. And the thing is, good, bad or indifferent The more impact you make, the more people you can affect, the more lives you can change, the more communities you can help, the more community you can build. Yeah, you are going to get more. You are going to acquire more. It just comes with it. Like it's it's not that you're trying to get that. You're trying to make more change. And the fact that you're trying to drive change is no longer about a dollar figure. It's about the individuals that you're able to impact. So it looks a little bit different. That's why I say everyone's grinds a little bit different. Um, why you grind different, how you grind different. So it's, I think when you look at that space, that's where it starts to get interesting. And when I say interesting, as we talked about like the three different types of people, and then you look at like what they're grinding for some of it, it's money. And some people, you know, they, they start getting money and it's addictive. It's, it's a habit like go, I'm just trying to get this money. And that's a different grind. I know people that people say money is not a motivator to satisfy. And for most people, I believe that. But I also know people that when it comes to money, they are trying to get money then I've never seen them waver from it. And that's I'm not knocking them like that's literally what they're passionate about. Go get it. And then some it's not even the money. Some it's a it's a perception or a feel that you can have these material things and how people look at you. That's what they crave, like the attention, the hey, look at me, I'm doing this. And then there's others, like I said, and this kind of falls into that third set that, you know, they continue to set goals because it's about the impact or the change or the communities they're trying to build. They understand that it, it's bigger than money. It's bigger than material things. It's, it's about family. It's about people. It's about community. It's about change. It's about impact. So the hustle is a little bit different. The grind's a little bit different because it, it's bigger than them. And this will lead us into some of the topics because as you get into this space, regardless of which category you fall into, you're going to face adversity, your will is going to be tested. Your preparation is going to be tested. Your ability to reflect on your process is going to be tested. There's so many things in there that are going to give you an opportunity to quit. And the grind is really going to, the grind the hustle is really, the grind and the hustle is really going to make you, break you. You're going to see what you're really made of in that space. Because as you, as you start to level up, you start... You start seeing areas that you can change or that you can make more impact. And for me, and when I say level up, I'm not just talking about financially. I'm talking about financially. I'm talking about responsibilities. I'm talking about impact. I'm talking about change. I'm talking about knowledge, all that. As you start to level up, you start to understand, I can make a bigger impact here, or I can make more money here, or I can impact more people and change more lives. That your mind starts to wonder, or at least mine does. And that's why I was telling my friends yesterday, because they were laughing. I've been in this funk again. And I go through these waves where I will wake up with a sense of anxiety. And all day, I will have a sense of anxiety. And I'll do stuff just to keep my mind going. But at some point, I got to sit back down. When I I have that feeling. I know I got to sit back down. I got to draw out a plan. I got to figure this out. And that's what I do. And then once you create that plan, it's not just, I won't go grab it real quick. When you create that plan, it's not just, uh, okay, let me make sure I'm busy all day long. That's not what it is. The plan is it's got to be very detailed. And when we talk about being detailed, not just the goal of what you're trying to accomplish, but also the time frames in which you're going to do it, because it gives you a guide or an outline of where your time should be spent. And also let you know, are you feeding your distractions or are you feeding the goal? And this is literally where you find out what's your hustle like. So as I look at, I had to run to the other room real quick. Um, As I look at like what I was creating yesterday, I really broke it down into, and you guys have heard me do this before, and it's almost like a monthly or a quarterly thing where I've got to get back to it, review what I was doing, recreate a schedule, block out time. And when I look at it, I broke it into, I have fitness professional development, think about it, consulting, work, finance, sleep, free time. You map out your free time, yes. You map out, oh, I'm sorry, family. You map out your family time, yes. Sleep, yes. Finances, yes. Like, those are things that I feel like I need to work on. And literally, when I look at creating a plan or creating a schedule, I start with daily like, well, it goes weekly, then it goes daily. And I said a low end and a high end. So I look at how many hours a week are you going to spend in fitness? How many hours a week are you spending on professional development? How many hours in think with working on think about a consulting? How many hours are you in your, your quote unquote, nine to five or your corporate gig? How much time do you need to spend looking at your finances to make sure that you're delegating allocating money in the right areas? how much time are you sleeping? And that's something for me that's new. I had to start adding this because I had a funk there or a a space where the sleep caught up with me. And (laughs) I think it took seven years, but the sleep caught up to me where I was just demotivated. I was tired. I couldn't focus. And I was still working long hours, working on this. Think about a consulting, working on like my corporate gig. And it caught up with me. So Again, I had to get back to the plan and start mapping out, okay, not perception, reflection, Um, just reflecting on why are you so dead? And I started looking at, I would go to bed at 1030 or 11 o'clock. I would play on my phone until about 1230, lay in bed, not sleeping until about one, just thinking, mind racing. And then obviously I knew my alarm was about to go off in two hours and 45 minutes. And I lay, lay in there, I might fall asleep, but I would wake back up. And then I lay there until my alarm goes off. So I was getting like one, maybe two hours of sleep. And regardless of how much you want to grind and how strong your will is, well, how strong my will was or how strong I thought I was grinding, no sleep starts to take its toll on you. So I had to be intentional about not just what time I'm going to go to bed, but also what time does the phone get put down? What time does the TV get turned off? What time have you really shut it down so that you're you're going to bed? Um, But... When we, talk, when we talk about the grind and the scheduling piece of it, obviously the schedule is is very important. Being able to create that schedule so you have an idea, like I said, where your time is going, it's important. And one of the things that I like to do when it comes to creating a schedule, creating a schedule, creating goals, or even like just the dreaming aspect of, of life, I like to do things that get my endorphins going. And I talked about this a little bit at the very beginning to like Running. Um, doing things that excite me. Uh, even like in situations where you're scared. Uh, i give you an example. When I talk about being scared, there's this wolf or coyote or something that's in my neighborhood. And there's about a quarter of a mile stretch where it's all woods. And there's no, um, there's no street lights. So legit, when I run through there, I am fast. <laughs> I am carl lewis michael johnson hussein bolt i don't know if they can see me in that space but no when i run at night or real early in the morning in that space it gets it like amps me up and that's when i get through there and out towards like by the stop sign where all these street lights are at i'll stop i'll throw notes in my phone um but again it's the reflection. I know that. And I know that when I go through things or my endorphins are high or I'm scared or whatever it may be, that's when I do some of my best thinking and I get really focused. Um, It's also while I'm doing those runs, when I get tired, that's another space where I like to, what are you thinking about? Because what you think about dictates literally what you're going to do. Let me give you an example. I got more notes on my phone from my run today. As I said, today was my first day completing a run since I pulled or strained a muscle and I got to 3.55 miles and at 3.55 miles, my mind started to race. And again, this is where I stopped. I stopped. I stretched for a couple minutes and I started putting some notes in my phone. And basically in my phone, I put one month off does more damage than progress made during a month of going hard. Dot, dot, dot. So is this an excuse Or a valid excuse? And is there a difference? Because if you can tie your reason and your why to what you're doing, you'll probably perform very different. Cool. Dot, dot, dot. Think about it. And as I was running, and this isn't in my phone, but as I was running, I literally was telling myself, your muscles are strong. Your muscles are strong. Your muscles are strong. And I got to that that point where it was like that 355 where I was like, okay, I'm not ready for this yet. I'm not going to say what I tell myself, but in cleaner words, stop being soft, finish the race. And this is literally just the conversation I was having in my head. And I think those are the things that we do in real life. When we get into a challenging space or we get into a new space, and as you start to level up, you're going to get in new spaces. Those new spaces don't quit. Like those new spaces you get in... You're supposed to be in those new spaces. You're not always an expert in anything. Like for me, literally jumping from financial services into healthcare there was times when I was like, what did I do this for? Because it was a new space. I was not an expert. I'm still not an expert, but I'm still learning and that's the thing that I took from it is you continuously learn, you'll make up traction on people. you'll make up ground on people a lot quicker than you think. So it was focused on the grind, what did you have for your plan? you're reading, you're learning, you're listening, you're in the hospital, you're talking to people, you're asking your recruiters questions, you're asking your managers questions, you're learning about what they're doing on a daily basis and how what they're doing is impacting the overall progress of the team goals. And again, that that relates to the grind because the piece of the learning. But when we talk about the grind, I think there's, again, there's different areas here and I'm, I'm jumping around a little bit, but looking at the tough spaces. So you've created your plan, You've run into some tough spaces. You're listening to those people around you as far as you're seeking good counsel. I'm not going to say you're listening to those people around you. You're intentional about where you're seeking information and getting education. But the other piece to that is coming back and saying, great, what's my preparation like? Because as you get into these new spaces, there's going to be times that just working hard isn't enough. I remember when I got to Chicago, that was one of the things I was like, yikes. I can't just outwork people here. <laughs> They're smarter than me. So it was like, okay, preparation. Great. What do I have to research? What do I have to read? What questions do I have to ask? Who do I need to find that can help guide me through this <laughs> this, this piece of my, my professional journey? Great. Now that you've done your research, you've done your reading, you've asked the questions, you have a mentor or even a sponsor. Now you got to create a plan because this is something that it blows my mind and People have the aha moment when they hear this, but you have to create a plan because whatever it is you're trying to accomplish, it is not just going to happen. If it was just going to happen, everyone would be successful. Everyone would be wealthy. Everyone would be happy. Everyone would make a huge impact. That's not what happens. It's people that can, one, make a plan and then execute on it. And when we talk about the execution, this particularly relates to the grind. Look at the beginning of this, and we were talking about Nipsey Hussle and his him eliminating his distractions. And making sure that he delegated enough time to each one of the priorities that he had. Feed your priorities, not your distractions. But as you start the actual hustle, it's got to be very intentional and very specific. Let me say that again. It's got to be very intentional and very specific. And this, again, relates back to the topics I was talking about earlier when I put my life into buckets. And I hear a lot of people talk about work-life balance. Because some people's goals aren't just corporate. You know, they have goals outside of it, family goals, um, goals on what they want the yard to look like, goals on their pets. You know, everybody has different goals, fitness goals, health goals, dietary goals. Um, and I hear a lot like work-life balance, work-life balance. I need more work-life balance. I'm working too many hours. That goes back to what I said earlier, valid excuse versus excuse. Because in all actuality, if you look at your work your work-life balance, even if you work 50 hours a week, you're working roughly 30% of the week. So when we say work-life balance, your life has way more hours during the week than what your work does. Way more, like 70% more. So it's what you're doing with your time. And we could break it down even further. You got like what? 168 hours in a week. Hypothetically say you work 50 hours in a week. That brings you down to 118 hours that you have left in the week for you to do whatever it is you wanted to do. Okay, and then you subtract 40 hours. Say you sleep. (laughs) I don't know what four was that 40. Yeah, say you're sleeping 40 hours a week. Maybe you sleep more than that. Say maybe you're sleeping eight hours a day, so you're sleeping 56 hours. Um, 56 hours a week. So if you're sleeping 56 hours a week and you have your 50 hours of of work you're still looking at 62 hours that you have of free time. So 62 hours of free time, seven days a week, or or, (laughs) 62 hours of free time, and there's seven days in a week, you have more than eight, you almost have nine hours every single day of what do I want to do? So if your excuse is I'm working too much and I need more work-life balance, excuse my language, that's bullshit. You're just not intentional about your time. So stop making excuses and start accomplishing your goals. Maybe it's not even work. You're not worried about work-life balance. You know, my family's a distraction. Schedule your family time. And I've heard this. I hear it. I, I know I'm going to hear it again. So you're really trying to schedule your family time. Yes. Because guess what? Everybody's family, everybody individually is a little bit different. If I don't schedule that time on a weekly basis... It won't happen. And what I say by it won't happen, not just because I'm busy. I can go days, I can go weeks, I can I don't usually don't go a month. And I don't reach out to my family and they don't reach out to me. So when I schedule it every single week, it improves the family relationship. It improves the time. So that's why I say everybody's different. And again, it's that perception. I don't care what you think about what I'm doing. Like this is what I have to do to accomplish the goals that I want to accomplish. Even other pieces to this, fun. Schedule your fun because sometimes we have fun that impacts our goals. So now our fun, even though it was scheduled, becomes a distraction. So if you're that individual that for fun you like to run marathons, Uh, for fun you like to go out and party with your friends, for fun you like to skydive, whatever it is, just make sure that bucket that you've scheduled or that bucket of time that you've scheduled your fun in, it stays in that bucket because if you're someone that likes to run marathons and... Hypothetically, the day after you run your marathon, a couple days after, you can't get back to the plan that you created. It's taking up more time than what you had scheduled for. Reflect, change your plan, or change your routine. If you're partying and you go out and you have too much, quote unquote, too much fun, and it impacts the time that you get up the next morning, change it. You're you're now addicted to fun. (laughs) You need to be addicted to the grind, addicted to the hustle, addicted to the schedule that you created. And again, not everyone has to live by this, but this, this covers the piece of, and it answers a lot of questions as far as why we don't have what we want. We're not as intentional about what we want as we should be. And that is, that's me thinking very systematically. And I also feel, though, that if you're going to be one of those one percenters or you're going to be one of those top performers, this is kind of the mindset you've got to be in. Because the hustle, the hustle really is what separates people. Because I've seen really, 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 and I know some really smart people that relied on solely their intelligence to get them to where they wanted to go. And I, I watch them fall. I know people that work their butt off. Work ethic is crazy. But they only work hard when there's an audience or there's a crowd or they're in the workplace. You have to have a combination, and that's why I say the hustle separates people. Because you've got to have some intellect, you've got to have a work ethic, you've got to be coachable, and you've got to be able to mix all those together. So you've got to consistently be learning. Don't rely on how intelligent you are now; it's only gonna get you to a certain level. Don't rely on your work ethic and your endurance; it's only gonna get you to a certain level. Don't rely on always old mentors or old mentees to give you information. Seek new mentors because as you get into this new space, you're going to have new challenges. And sometimes you get mentors, like, I feel like I got a mentor right now who's, he's so dope. Um, It doesn't matter what level I get to, he's got the right advice. But the conversation changes. It went from very remedial conversations to more challenging, more thought provoking, less giving me the answer. Now it's literally just painting a picture for me to think about different scenarios. And then as you guys know, figure out how to win and the phone calls over. But you've got to look at that when you're looking at your hustle and your grind because if you're not you're on that rat race. You're doing the same thing over and over and over, not really reflecting, not getting to that next level. As I say the the grind or the hustle separates people and I'll give you my personal story right now. Say you're going to start a business. Consistency, effectiveness, efficiency. I'm going to put out there right now. But say you're starting a business. Your business is speaking, coaching, consulting. And if you're intentional about putting the hours in, following your plan, your business is going to get off the ground a little bit quicker. You're going to see a lot more results versus if you're doing it when you have time. You're not setting up time, not taking the time that you've set to maximize it and put the time into your business, your goal, your whatever it is. And then you'll start to see after a month, after two months, after three months, that individual that was more consistent, more structured, more disciplined, more effective is going to start to see more results. And this closely relates, and maybe I'm stretching it here, but this closely relates to the rich get richer, the poor get poorer, the snowball effect. And I feel it's the same. Like with health, with wealth, with anything, if you're putting more time in doing the right things feeding your goals, not your distractions, you're going to start to accumulate more in comparison to that individual that's spotty or inconsistent. So that individual that got their business off the ground because they were consistent in what they're doing... They're consistently reflecting. They're consistently putting in. They're consistently getting to the next level. They're meeting some of the challenges earlier than the individual who's inconsistent. So they already know how to overcome those challenges. They may start at the same time, but literally, your ability to grind, to hustle, to be consistent, to be a learner, to to take chances, to take risks, to fight adversity those are the things that are going to get you to the next level. And then to be able to add a process to it, to make it scalable that's when you start to win because then you can start to identify where in the process were you less efficient? Where can you be faster? Where should you slow down? What should take more time? And then you start to look at your results. And this is all part of that hustle. And a lot of times we're just looking at, oh, I'm hustling. I'm working hard today. Every day I'm hustling. Rick Ross, right? But are you only hustling when people are watching you? Because it's going to show. And if you can be consistent in your hustle in your grind and your preparation, even outside the lights, outside of everyone's eyes, that's when you start to get the results that you want. But I guess I can, I can sum this up really quickly and, and cap this off. Um, as, you, as you start to approach your hustle, make sure you have a plan. Uh, make sure preparation is, is a high priority for you. And understand that you will face adversity your will will be tested. Try to create processes that you can not even try to create a process, a schedule, a strategy that you can commit to. And when I say commit to it, don't commit to it like when you feel like it. Commit to it. I know you're going to have some struggles. You're going to have that adversity as we talked about. You're going to come into new spaces where it feels like you're failing or you're taking some setbacks and some losses. That's all right. It's it's part of the process. That's it's part of the game. Inky Johnson says that the process is more than the product. I truly believe that because the person that you come going through the process and creating the process is what makes you the end result or what makes you the best you can be. So not consistently think about it, no pun intended, but make sure you're mapping out when you define your success and you say, you know what, I'm, I'm about to go get this. Accept the hustle, accept the hustle, put the time in and literally understand that There's gonna be challenges. You're gonna have to put more time into your craft than the average person. You're gonna have to commit to performing at a higher level. You're gonna take some losses. And you just gotta be, you just have to know that if you can keep going, you're gonna be okay. Because you're gonna come to a space, and I was about to close this up, but I got one more point I wanna touch on. You're gonna come to a space where you feel like quitting. It doesn't matter what what your field is, how passionate you are about it, you're going to come to a space where you feel like quitting. And it's in, what is it? Uh, It's one of Rick Ross's CDs, albums, tapes, whatever we call it now. And P Diddy, Sean Combs, Puffy, whatever you want to call him, talks about, and I'm not going to use the words that he used, but talks about, you want to hang out with these clowns, or you want to embrace your destiny. And as he continues to talk, he talks about people don't want to keep going when they don't know when it's going to stop the pain, the suffering, the loneliness, that kind of stuff. And the truth is, if you can continue to push through that and see a brighter day, envision a brighter day, envision and see the goals that you originally created through all the trials and tribulations, adversity, you're going to get through it and you're going to be you're going to be at the top of your game. And that's one of the things I consistently rely on. And I'm not at the top of my game yet. I'm not exactly where I want to be at or anywhere close to it. But that's reason enough to keep going. But I also understand that I've been through some stuff. Like (laughs) the hustle is so real for me. Like the hustle is is a lifesaver. And it, it forces you into a different mindset of you want to do hard stuff. You want to get the hard stuff out the way. Because when it starts to get real easy, I always have this feeling in my head like, Oh, something real hard is about to come. So you start preparing. You start, what is it? Where could we possibly drop the ball? And maybe I'm an overthinker. Great. But that's where you start to get to the next level. So, with that being said, embrace the hustle. Look at some of those tough times that you've been through and you've been able to, you're still living, you're still kicking, you're still grinding. Create a plan. Be more intentional about your hustle, be more consistent about your process and your efforts and continue to set those goals and accomplish them. Crush them. Try to make sure the goals and the reason that you're hustling is bigger than something that, that you are. Make sure it's bigger than you. Make sure it's tied to a community, tied to people, tied to impact, tied to driving better results. Make sure it's bigger than what you are because you'll run into something that will beat you. And if it's bigger than you, you'll quit. So with that said, as always, I appreciate you guys listening to my podcast today. The hustle don't stop. Be great. Think about it.